whatever time of day that you are watching this. First, a big shout out to my friend Lydia, who created that really awesome intro that you guys listened to at the beginning of this. Um, She is incredibly talented. I don't know how she did it, but she managed to record that within just a few days. So, or not even that, I think she just like sat down and recorded it. I can't comprehend that. So today I don't really have a lot to cover, but I did want to talk about something really significant that happened this past weekend. Um, As we get more into the end of the NHL and NFL, I'll start talking more about that. However, we still do have a bit of time until playoffs. It is a couple of weeks as well. um, The free agency, NFL, all that stuff has been going on, but I'm kind of waiting for draft to really talk about it because I don't have much to say on draft predictions um, that other people haven't already said. But the Australian Grand Prix happened this past weekend. So if you don't watch Formula One, you're not really going to like this podcast. However, I do think it's worth listening to because it was very, very interesting what happened. So, as a true sports fan, I drank some coffee at 11 p.m. on Saturday night, and I settled in as I got ready to watch the midnight start time for the Australian Grand Prix, thinking it would end around, you know, maybe 1.45, you know, if I was lucky, and I was not lucky. It ended at past 2 in the morning. It was very insane what happened in this Grand Prix, and here is why. First of all, it was a breeding ground for a bunch of memes. So many things happened. So many, like, chaotic things happened. And just memes were born out of this race for good reason. It was a very dramatic weekend, I will say. Uh, Max Verstappen won, which has not been surprising. He is a phenomenal driver, and he's in a really, really fast car. As well, back on the podium was Fernando Alonso, who just keeps on finding his way there into position three. Uh, Second place was Lewis Hamilton. He found himself on his first podium of the year. I know we're only on race three, but still. Some disappointments for me personally. Ferrari, as always, always a disappointment. McLaren, always a disappointment. I don't know. I'm, I'm just a McLaren fan because basically my brother was like, yeah, I go for McLaren. And I was like, okay, bet. Ferrari, I really like their two drivers over there. Signs as well as Leclerc. Now, what happened with Leclerc is in lap one, he was taken out, which is just really frustrating. Um, Signs has some stuff happened to him at the end, which I'll talk about later. And then another person who I was actually kind of going for just because I was really excited for him was George Russell, who had an amazing start. He really, like, I think he was on track to do a re- have a really great race, and then he was taken out at a point, which um, his car caught on fire. Uh, so, <laughs> you know. So there were three red flags in this race, which is a lot. I haven't watched Formula One for one, for long. I've mostly been a NASCAR fan. And there's crashes all the time in NASCAR, at least when I've watched it. But I'm on the understanding that three red flags is quite a bit for Formula One. Now, like I said, uh, Lewis Hamilton got Max Verstappen got first, Lewis Hamilton second, Fernando Alonso third. At the end of the race, Carlos Sainz found himself with a five-second penalty because of a hit on Fernando Alonso. 
which if you listen back to his radio that's been circulating around, he was very, very upset about it, which kind of broke my heart for him a bit. Now, I'm not going to tell you my opinion on the penalty, if it was deserved or not, but it was just, it was an interesting moment, and there was a lot of opinions about it. Now, you know who else was having quite a good race was Pierre Gasly, but then he also got taken out at the end. There was just a lot going on there. Like, basically, everyone started crashing into each other in the last two laps of the race, and there was... A lot of DNFs on the course. So another person, though, who ended up doing quite all right was a driver for McLaren, surprisingly, Oscar Piastri. Now, part of that was there was hardly anyone left in the race to begin with for points. So basically what I keep saying about the, the, last, the last two laps of the Formula One Australian Grand Prix. So... I, and honestly, like, I feel like it was a fever dream. I was, because I was so tired and I was like, what's going on? It was just a lot of chaos from the start all the way up until, I mean, there was, you know, a little bit of a time where not much was going on except for some overtakes and whatever. So basically, the first red flag, let's just go back. The first red flag came um, early on in the race. They actually pitted everybody and stopped for a while. Um, Alexander Albin, Albon. He, he basically dragged a lot of gravel and debris onto the track. So they had to go through and fix all that, whatever. Verstappen ended up clearing, securing his position essentially in first. And, you know, of course, he won the whole race, as we said. And then in the ending of the race, this is when things went crazy. So basically, a driver from us clipped the wall. And there was a safety car. And then there was enough debris where they were like, okay, we're going to stop the race. All right. Then there were two laps remaining. They do a standing restart with all their remaining drivers. Uh, Verstappen and Hamilton, of course, stayed in their spot. And then Sainz was put into third behind Alonso. But then he, you know, put Alonso into a spin, got that five-second penalty, which sucked for him. Lance Stroll actually slid into third. But then... He had a slide. The Alpine drivers both collided with each other, and they took each other out. Um, Sergeant from William, the racing for Williams, he rear-ended another driver, um, Sergio Perez Checo. He also ended up spinning into the gravel. He did finish the race, though, so he was lucky there. So then with all that, there was another red flag. So on lap 57 and 58, so there was, there was not enough time for a green flag restart or whatever, right? Because lap 58 would have been a formation lap. So, essentially, it was over at that point. But it was decided that the race would be started again with the final lap completed behind a safety car in the order that they were in before the final standing restart in that whole mess. So, that put Alonzo back in third. Sainz was penalized for the incident five seconds. So, it's just so many things going on. Stroll was put into fourth. But that's kind of how it ended, and it was kind of a weird ending. Um, like I said, of course, like it just chaos ensued. So many people didn't finish the race. It was just a lot going on there. But anyways, that's the Australian Grand Prix. I don't really have my words put together for it because there's not much to have together for it. On top of that, it was just not worth staying up till 2.30 in the morning. We get a few weeks off. 
But you know what? Part of liking an international sport is you're going to have to watch at weird hours. I prefer the early morning hours opposed to the late nights. Additionally, this weekend, we had the MLB reopen, or sorry, the MLB opening weekend. I am an Astros fan who lives in Dallas. Everyone hates the Astros if they're not in Houston because of the 2017 drama. Which to that I say, we wanted, we deserved that win. We had just gone through Hurricane Harvey. Y'all can calm down. And also, it was like six years ago, so let's chill. And also, we won again on like on regular like on non-cheating terms. So like clearly, we're a good team. And we went back before that too. Like it's not like we haven't been back to the World Series. It wasn't a one-off, you know. But anyways. Astros opener I did watch most of it and then I got really frustrated with it I was actually at the gym when I was watching it um, very much in the zone on that game I probably should have just stayed home and watched it there was it just it was a poor game I know it was the first one but you know you go from like 24 to 1 in a spring training game to like losing your opening game like I understand spring training is not the real deal but come on you're really gonna go 24 to 1 with a win and then suddenly lose your first game that's at home you know it's fine it's just one game we ended up winning the other games in that series right now we are playing Detroit and it's not going too well right now but that's all right it's okay it's just a few games and there's like dozens of games I'm not even pressed about it but it's always fun to win your opening game. And the hate I get is just not worth it for us to be losing like that. Because, of course, the Rangers had to win their opening game. And people had things to say about it. And that's just part of being a Houstonian in Dallas. I really have not much else to cover. Like I said, free agency, I'm not really paying attention much to it right now. I mean, I'm paying attention to it. But, you know, there's just so many moving pieces that I kind of want to wait for things to write out and for the draft to happen before I really start formulating my opinions and start talking about the upcoming season for the NFL. NHL and NBA, the playoffs are coming. It's starting to get set, but I really do want to wait until that really kicks into gear before I start talking too much about that. So, I mean, not too much to cover today and not very exciting, but here I am giving you information that you may or may not have wanted to hear. And that's that. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful day, evening, night, morning, whatever time it is for you.